In this episode, we're going to talk about another strategy you can use to find real estate investing deals. So driving neighborhoods, that's what I want to talk to you about today. This means actually getting in your car, going and driving different subdivisions nearby to look for possible investment properties. So why does this strategy work? Well, when you get out and you actually drive through different neighborhoods, you start to get a feel for the quality of those neighborhoods. You can look at the housing types that are in those neighborhoods. Are they single story? Are they two story? Are they nice, expensive like mansions? Are they middle class? Are they lower class? Um, you know, are they large homes? Are they small homes? So by actually driving around your market, you can actually get a feel for what types of housing exist in different pockets of your of your market. So different neighborhoods are going to be you know, different types of homes throughout. So you're going to get to familiarize yourself with what we would call, you know, the low income, the middle class and the high income areas of your market. And from there, you can kind of narrow in on specific neighborhoods that you want to target as an, as an investor. So once you've kind of targeted your ideal neighborhoods that you want to watch for properties to come for sale in, the next step is to actively go out and seek properties. So drive these neighborhoods on a weekly, monthly basis and just keep an eye on kind of the condition level of the homes. So if you start to notice as you're driving through these different subdivisions, certain homes are overgrown, they haven't been maintained, you know, things look like it's falling apart, like the roof looks pretty old, uh, maybe windows are broken or, um, you know, in rough shape, maybe paint's chipping off the house. And a lot of times, like I said, the giveaway is the landscaping. If, if it's the grass is, you know, two feet tall and the shrubs and trees are all well overgrown, Odds are these are clear signals that the owner of that property is not doing its best to maintain the property. And this could signal a couple different things. One, maybe the owner doesn't have the money to do it. Maybe they don't have the time or the energy to maintain the property. Or maybe it's a vacant property and the owner isn't even living there. It's just abandoned. So this could be different signals that indicate this is a potential investment property that causes you then to do more research on the property. So what I do is I drive the neighborhoods, I look around at all the houses, if I notice ones in particular that look like they're being, you know, deferred or not getting the attention they deserve, I'll write down on my list the address so that later I can go back and do more research on them. So one of the first places I'll start is just jumping on Zillow and look up the property address to see when it was last sold. Sometimes if it was recently sold, there's still the old Zillow listing available where you could pull up pictures and see the inside of the property to start to get an idea of what the inside might look like and if it would make sense as, a, as an investment property to follow through on further. Uh, also on Zillow, you can find some information about the property, like when it was built. You can see property tax information sometimes. Uh, so different things like that. The next step is I'll get in the public property tax records. Uh, so I'll go on my city or county tax website, type in the property address to pull up the tax records to see who the owner is and the tax mailing address that the tax bills get sent to. And so that's the address that I would write down and I would actually send out a letter myself to that address, contacting the owner to let them know, hey, I saw this property at ABC on ABC Street and I want to know if you would be interested in selling it. Uh, so a lot of times when you look in the property tax records, you'll quickly learn if it's an abandoned property or a rental property because you'll notice that the property address you wrote down earlier when you drove through the subdivision actually differs from the tax mailing address. The tax mailing address might be in California, it might be in Florida, and the property you're looking at is, you know, in 
Michigan. So you're going to know right away that, you know, it's an out-of-state owner. Somebody doesn't even live there that owns it. So maybe in that case, it's looking a little bit deferred maintenance because it's either vacant or it's just being used as a rental property while they live in another state. So that's going to give you a clue as well and on the situation when you're getting ready to send a letter out to the property owner. So what I would do then is, like I said, type up a letter saying, hey, I saw this property as I was driving through the neighborhood the other day. I liked it. I wanted to know if you'd be interested in selling. And so you can send out these mailers to a bunch of different properties as you make a list, as you drive around different neighborhoods. And hopefully you get feedback, you get responses from these different properties as you start reaching out to their owners. And this could be a potential lead source of deals that you can get access to that has low competition because these houses aren't for sale, they're not on the market, it's just you happen to see it driving through the neighborhood and reached out to the owner to see if they'd be interested in selling. And so this causes you to be able to get into this deal you know, without having competition to drive up a bidding war or a price war. So it gives you better chances to negotiate a better deal on the on the sale of the property and have better profit potential when you take over as the new owner. So again, it's as simple as hopping in your car, picking out some neighborhoods you want to go drive. If you're unfamiliar with neighborhoods in your market, then the first step is just to go spend the day driving around your city and really learn what neighborhoods exist out there. There's probably roads you've never driven before, you've never been down and you're going to find a bunch of neighborhoods that you probably never even knew existed. And so this is going to be a great way to get familiar with your real estate market, learn where the high-end areas are, where the low-end areas are in your market, uh, and you can start targeting specific neighborhoods that you want to invest in.